This is Brian from the soon-to-be champion Skybusters, and you are listening to Josh and Gar on the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix on Spotify. It is Saturday, September 23rd, 2023, 8 a.m. sharp. I've said it a couple times already, but today is officially the first autumn of the year. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of the hosts, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hosts, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks. <laughs> we appreciate everyone who chats along with us in the Discord. So if you haven't yet, get in our Discord. Second start times are down in the description below. Thank you at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram for all the beautiful art that the people can see. Josh, how are we doing today? doing how are you doing i'm doing all right um I, I couldn't decide i was thinking this morning i was noodling to myself i was like is the how we doing is that even is that part of our show even stale so josh we'll put a little twist on it this morning since we're to do these two a week and the how you doings can get a little repetitive um what was the best thing to happen to you or your your highlight you know best is relative to you know it's only been a couple days but what's been your highlight these past four days between wednesday and today or tuesday night and today you know, something cool happened, Asher do something cool, something cool happened at work. What's been your little favorite, little, just a little nugget, doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just what was the best part of the last uh, couple days? Well, Thursday was Nikita's birthday. <gasps> so national that's holiday. Yep. Um, so I got to, um, well, it's the first half, Thursday was just a great day overall. Because I got to go to work. It was not my day in the office, but we had a retreat for work. So it was just a staff kind of appreciation. So yeah, Um, as Anoka County will do, our staff appreciation consisted of a six and a half to seven hour meeting uh, to discuss our program. Yep. Um, And so that was great. Um, If there's no, if there's someone who can't understand sarcasm, I'm dripping with it. Um, but it was saved because we got to have homemade uh, homemade Belgian waffles. I made some homemade Belgian waffles for Nikita's birthday. I even made my own buttermilk to mix up in there. So, Whoa. You know. Well. Dude, and so, yeah. Rock over here, dude. They're pretty delicious. And so then today, after the pod, we are going to go down to her parents' house to celebrate hers and Bob's birthday. Because Bob's birthday is on the 30th. Bobby, you're a big Bob, big following Bob around fan from what I remember from a couple pods ago. Yeah. Well, nice, Josh. How, was, how about you, Gar? What was the highlight of your week? Um, between Tuesday night and today, it's so hard to remember. Um, I think... I really got into, I've been watching, I've been binging some shows lately, Josh. I don't know why this is the time of year, but I've just started binging shows. And I've I've almost turned away from Starfield, which I don't think that's good, because I've still only put like the two intro hours I've put in. But I'd say I've, uh, I think my favorite part has been getting into Only Murders, or Only Murders at the Building. It's a show on Hulu with uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Actually, pretty good show. I think season one's really good. Season two, it loses it quite a bit. They're right now releasing season three. And uh, season three is, is kind of back to season one level good. Season one is the best. Um, uh, Murders at the Building on Hulu is, uh, is a good one. So that's uh, probably been my highlight, Josh. Um, we got Walters in the chat. Shout out, Walters. Appreciate you listening live. It is a Saturday morn. Uh, Josh, you ready to get in some start sits there, fam? Yeah, sure. And just to add on to shows, Nikita and I, Nikita just randomly picked a show one night because we like to sit down 
Um, and like when Ash is going down to sleep, he likes to just sit there and kind of fall asleep to show it in the background. And so we put on a uh, designated survivor on Hulu. Ooh. It's actually not a bad show. With uh, oh, Kiefer Sutherland. That's what, yeah, exactly. The 24 guy when we were a kid. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting show. Sweet. All right. Well, glad people are getting to some shows, dude. Let's move on here, Josh. Let's move on to um, let's move on to some start sets. The whole point of the Saturday shows. How did we do last week? Um, we did differently. You did great. <laughs> five out of five. Woo! I did bad. Two out Baby. of five. Uh, so the difference for you between the kind of um, opposite pick or the the low pick would be. Um, 44.75 and i did my math wrong and i believe mine is 9.55 positive um and so uh, you crushed it this week good job and then i started a running total so um yours is your overall total is 91.15 points uh, mine is 54.4 and then the ghost is 46.4 wow what happens if we lose to the ghost we have to fucking do 50 well laps the ghost or... is just the lowest minimal score so we par- or Actually, I don't know if the ghost is correct, so I might have to go back and redo this. I just did it this morning, so whatever. <laughs> it's okay. All right, Josh, we'll move on to ours. Um, we got some streaming QB options here to start, or potentially even just some bench options if you're a backup QB type like Walters is. Walters loves having multiple QBs on his team. Um, and Walters, I see your chat. We'll get to it at the end. But, Josh, if you're streaming QBs, if you didn't draft one of the studs this year, you could have one of these guys as a potential starter this week. We've got Mac Jones, quarterback for New England at the New York jets or sam howell quarterback for the commanders versus buffalo two teams playing what you know supposed to be good defenses jets maybe taking a step back with rogers gone buffalo maybe slightly imploding even though they crushed the raiders last week who do you like better mac jones at the jets or uh, sam howell versus buffalo um i i'm actually leading sam howell on this one he's he's shown that he can sling that rock around uh they've been doing i mean they're undefeated so i uh, can't really complain against that Ladies. Uh, buffalo's not undefeated so um and then mac jones i've seen play quarterback he's um conservative with the rock uh they're they're definitely focused on that defense um i i don't i don't see them throwing the ball around a lot just because that jets defense is pretty solid um and if they do somehow get a lead they are going to want to run that clock down um and so i'm going to go with sam Howell. all right uh i'll ride with you on sam Howell. i think that logic makes sense i think you know mac jones and billy b have shown that they can throw the rock around a little bit this year i think with bill o'brien back in the building the other billy o b um you know they're moving the rock a bit, but Bill, you know Billy B's not afraid to run the ball sixty times in a game if that's what it takes to win. So I'll stick with you on Howell. Who do we got next, Josh? Um, up next, we have age before beauty. We've got the thirty-plus-year-old man Raheem Mustard versus Denver, um, or Ramondre Stevenson at New York. Um, I think I have to go Mostert. Mostert has continued to light it up. Uh, A-Chain has come back, um, and he has not been a big threat yet, of course. I'm sure he'll take more snap percentage and more carries as the season goes on, but this is Mostert's team. It is his starting role to dominate and to lose. Um, Stevenson's been good. This is not necessarily a knock on Stevenson. Stevenson has been way better than I thought he would be with Ezekiel Elliott and uh, just the way Billy B runs things, but I'm going Mostert for sure. Josh? Yep, I'm I'm rolling Mostert as well. Um, I am a big uh, Ramondre the Giant. You really fan. wanted Mostert there. Wow, my my keyboard needs to be cleaned. I think because some of the buttons are a bit uh, 
a bit uh, sticky icky. Um, not because of the icky sticky, but just because of use. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, I'm leaning Moser just because he has gotten in the end zone multiple times. I think Denver's defense has um, given up more points this year than they expected. Um, and then, like, you know, even if they do have a run-first game plan, they're probably going to rotate running backs in in New England. Um, Stevenson is a stud. I, I am a big fan of Ramondre the Giant, as people will know. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm leaning Moser just because of his production this year so far. All right, Josh, we move on then. We got a couple wide receivers here. STD Uds, as uh, you put it in the chat here. We've got DJ Moore, who is disappointed so far this year because the Bears are disappointed. He's at Kansas City. And then we have uh, Michael Pittman, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. He is at Baltimore. So both receivers playing on the road. Pittman actually has Gardner Minshew this week, and DJ Moore has Justin Fields, unfortunately. So, um, who you th- who you thinking here, Josh? You like DJ Moore at KC, or do you like Pittman at Baltimore? I'm, I'm leaning Pittman. I'm a big Minshew believer. He has that accuracy. Um, he he's careful with a rock. Um, both of them, I think, are going to be okay plays this week. Um, I think that um, DJ Moore um, is. I mean, he only gets the ball on screens and stuff. Last week, I think he had 60-some yards and a few catches. So he did trend up in, compared to week one. Uh, but Pittman's found the end zone, and and um, I think that Minshew's going to throw the ball more than Richardson would because Richardson does uh, like to run that ball around. So um, I'm leaning Pittman here. Okay. And I just realized, I mean, I must still have been asleep this morning. I guess I do wake up right before the pod, but I didn't even bring up my tail of the tape. I usually bring up all the players on sleeper this week. So I guess actually DJ Moore had a good week last week. He had seven targets, six receptions, 104 yards last week. So DJ Moore did better than uh, I gave him credit for. So I'll, I'll make that amendment right now. Um, that being said, I think I Pittman should be more consistent this week with Minshew in. And I'll just pull up Pittman real quick, even though it won't be tit for tat here. Pittman, um, he had 23 points week one and then 13 points. He's had 11 and 12 targets. Those were with Richardson and, of course, but eight receptions both weeks. Pittman's still that dog. With Gardner Minshew in, I'm taking Pittman as well. I like your logic. I'm rocking with you. You like my logic, huh? Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Josh? Dude, I can All right. hear the mechanical on that keyboard, dude. Yeah, um, so... Just a little note. I we are finishing our basement, and so one of our bedrooms has been um, completed um, as far as just the walls mudded and taped and painted. And so I moved my office into there, so then we can start working on the other one. And this one has a bit of an echo um, because there's not as much th- stuff in here. I did move like the gym from our main area into here um, yesterday, so it's sitting against, leaning against the wall, taken apart probably get put together sometime in the next few years um but uh yeah there's a lot of an echo so it's been really annoying for me and you could probably hear everything that goes on um behind me so i have to be careful not to toot into the mic or toot at all because it might get picked up yeah dude walters is lighting up in the chat to go buy some wall panels gotta work on your acoustics bro yeah no we we eat a lot of eggs so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stop out of the egg cartons and just like duct tape the wall i think oh genius uh, yeah, but moving on to the uh, blank category, because I really didn't know how to categorize these guys. We've got the uh, the second coming of Hunter Henry at the New York Jets. For some reason, uh, the start sits were all um, that I pulled from were all tight or not tight ends. Um, Patriots. Um, and so Hunter Henry at New York um, or Kyle Pitts at Detroit. Gar. 
I Who mean, are you this, going with? This one feels like a no-brainer. Um, Kyle Pitts has done not great so far, and Hunter Henry's had two really solid weeks. Um, in fact, I was just talking to you earlier this week, I was talking to the Asian Dave, the Dave Sousen, the S. Um, I was really sad. I didn't realize Hunter Henry was just somehow available in the Deflate These Balls League, and then when I saw that fucking, of all people, he picked him up, who has maybe the second best team in that league behind Foster. Ugh. Hunter Henry. Why do you keep showing- saying my name wrong? <laughs> Josh, you're not gonna win. Um but yeah, dude. So I'm I'm big on Hunter Henry. I mean, obviously he's only had two good weeks, so he could still fall back to what he's been, but you know, it's a what have you done for me lately league. Hunter Henry has been rocking it, and I'm gonna rock with Hunter Henry. So easy pick over Kyle Pitts. Whoever put these together this week was lazy. Kyle Pitts stinks. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I'm going to, once again, copying you. Um, not copying, but yeah. Josh? It's, it's tough. I mean, Atlanta, they are a run-first team. Um, Bijan Robinson is going to get the ball 35 times a game. Um, and so, yeah, Walters, I think what you're saying is um, the matchup is favorable for Pitts. Um, but the matchup is still not going to make a difference when it comes to Kyle Pitts. Um, and so I, I am going Henry in this situation. I was a big Henry follower back when he was a charger. Um, I even trusted him a little bit when he was in new England and now he's earning that trust back a bit. Um, so yeah, Gar, maybe we'll have a different take on this one. No, I mean, um, we've, we've got four to pick from. Um, you said one of these is not like the other. Josh, we have Jerome Ford running back for Cleveland versus Tennessee. We have Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the Jets against New England. Talked about that matchup a lot already today. We've got TJ Hawkinson, tight end for the Vikings versus the Chargers. And we've got James Conner running back for the Arizona Cardinals versus Dallas. Josh, if you had a bit of a flex play here, um, who who, who do you like out of these four? Yeah, well, I'm going to go with uh, um, TJ Hawkinson um, versus the Chargers. Um, I feel like that game has more opportunity to be a shootout. If you couldn't figure out which one of these is not like the other, he was actually the outlier in this situation because the matchup is a little bit more favorable. Uh, Jerome Ford's going up against, I believe, the number one run defense. Garrett Wilson's going up against Billy B's big brain. And James Conner's going up against the number one defense overall. So uh, I have Hawkinson as my flex play out of these five. Four, uh, four, four. Josh, yeah, please. That man doesn't exist anymore. We've 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 erased. I mean, I haven't gone back and erased anything, but we've moved forward with zero mention of that man. And it's okay to have slip ups. You know, I'm not gonna not gonna chastise you, but fuck that guy. Um, I mean, I think. I think whoever puts these together, maybe it was you or maybe you pulled it, but I think they're just going off you know, past performance because they must not be playing the matchups on this one because Jerome Ford had a good week last week. Garrett Wilson had a good week last week. Garrett Wilson had a good week last week. And, of course, T.J. Hawkinson did. So they must not be looking forward. They just must be looking back because just looking at week two, all these players are kind of more even than not. Um, but I'm with you, Josh. I think it would be really silly for me to not take T.J. Hawkinson if I had to rank them just for maybe people listening because it's kind of boring listeners to pick the same starting sits for all five of these categories here i'll go tj hawkinson and then i'll go garrett wilson and then i'll go jerome ford and then i'll go james connor so that would be how i would rank those four uh, that would actually be my exact ranking as well um it, which is kind of funny um it just means that we're on the same page you know this is why the podcast is in the running for awards every single year yeah. um and so jerome ford when i 
when he was playing or when I watched him play, he was electric. He, he can, he can run, he can dance. He can do some wiggle wiggles. He's no Nick Chubb, um, but he's a solid player. Um, but that defense, I mean, Garrett Wilson had a good game last week, but I think he only had one or two catches. Like he didn't have, you know, he just had a 65 yard touchdown. So it's not like he was, he got like the Puka Nakua 15 uh, catches on 20 targets. It was, it was a uh, one big splash play. So I think that the Hawkinson consistency is what makes him be the number one pick. All right, Josh, we had one more start set from the chat here um, from our main man, Walters, out there in Ramsey. Shout out, Walters. Um, he said, start set conundrum, Hootie stuffed French toast or omelets? Josh, I know you don't frequent the Hooties like maybe some of us, uh, some of others of us might, but um, if you had to pick one for this morning or any morning, Josh, would you take some stuffed French toast from the kitchen of the Hooties or a nice little omelet? Oh, what's it stuffed with? Uh, glory. Now, I'm going to go with the stuffed French toast. I think that anything that has the word French in it is delicious, um, except for French people and a lot of French things. But French fries, French toast, uh, French bread. Yeah, French toast is the way to go. All right, excellent. And I, I'm actually, Josh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be controversial here. I'm going to go with an omelet because they have my favorite omelet, which is the Amigo. It's a big old, you know, obviously with the name, it's a big old omelet filled with a bunch of like Mexican flavors, um, um, peppers, and all the other stuff. And then it's covered with chili, like it, they dump chili on top of this omelet. Oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite omelet, so I have to stick with the Amigo. Um, but excellent start, Sit Walters. We should, uh, you know you're a great content creator we we need more of that um we'll move on here josh because at the end here we have a couple fan submission things we can talk about we're, we're making great time so far this morning this morning we will move on to the fan duel bust of the week josh and who do you think is busting and fan duel this week well you took the guy that i had originally thought of for this segment um so i'm gonna let you have him since you did type him in first but i'm Suck gonna go with dk I'm going to go with DK Metcalf. He's a little, he's cheaper, so he's not necessarily a bust if you pick him. Uh, he's 7,400 versus Carolina. Uh, Carolina defense did look pretty solid against the Saints um, on Monday night. And so I do think that they, um, I do think that um, DK Metcalf is going to have a little bit of a tough, tougher matchup. And, you know, if, uh, and the Seattle Seahawks do spread the ball around a lot. So um, I do see um, DK as maybe not worth that money if you're debating between him and another guy at that price point. Yeah, dude, the fucking Andy Dalton-led Carolina Panthers. We'll see what they're up to against DK Metcalf. We'll see if that changes anything for Metcalf. Um, but I got it typed in first, Josh, and I created the note sheet last night at about 12.30. So, you know, I really beat you to the finish line there. Um, but I'm going with Derrick Henry, running back for the Tennessee Titans at Cleveland. Cleveland's been stuffing people so far this year. Um, he's worth 84 hunch. Derrick Henry, is he taking a step back? Eh, maybe not quite. Is he splitting carries much more than he has before with Tajay Spears specifically this year? That seems to be more the case. So I'm fading Derrick Henry this week. I'm not saying he's going to be terrible. I'm not saying Derrick Henry's bad. I'm not saying Derrick Henry's washed. But again, it's just, you know, you got to pick someone to fade this week. And, you know, I'm not paying that price for Derrick Henry. And that's just the way she goes. Last week, I picked Jamar Chase as my fade of the week, which, you know, wasn't very controversial. But I was right. He only had, uh, you know, 31 yards. So... What can I say, Josh? I'm the kiss of death. Uh, we will move on here, Josh, to our weekly preview. We've got a couple different things we can talk about. 
Um, we'll start with Audio Al, who put. Um, he was talking about the Vikings Chargers game. He says he got the Vikes over the Chargers in a loser leaves town match, and the Chargers head coach gets canned. So Brandon Staley will be at once he starts the season 0 and 3. Um, he's supposed to be a defensive guy, and his team has been anything but to start this year and in years past as well. What do you think about that, Josh? What do you think about the 0 and 2 Chargers and the 0 and 2 Vikes? And what do you think about Brandon Staley potentially getting the boot? Um, I don't know if he's going to actually get the boot when they win, but um, it's or when if they lose, um, I do I do think that this game is going to be interesting. Uh, it should be based on what's happened in the previous weeks. It's going to be very high scoring, um, and so um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, defensive minded coach that always gives up points and has like the thirty third ranked defense in the NFL. Um, not not a good start for that, or not a good um, thing to be told on a regular basis. Um, and so I did. I did really appreciate. Um, I believe it was Tone Diggs on the Pat McAfee show saying that the the number most ideal coaching staff in the NFL would be Brandon Staley as a head coach. Um, is it Canada? I don't know what it's first. Matt, it Matt Canada. Yeah. Matt Canada's offensive coordinator, and then um, uh, then the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator, whose name is drawing a blank because I try to blank out everything he does. Joe Barry. Um, and so that's the top, that's like the three coordinators and head coaches that you want. Um, and, and I just got a good giggle out of it because that would be the worst team in the NFL, uh, by far. Um, and so I think that, uh, I think that's an interesting take. I, I don't know if Al's going to start the petition. If Minnesota loses that they have to leave town. Um, yeah, I, I, I very sure. doubt. I very, very highly doubt that's going to be the case, but if Minnesota loses, I will hold them to it. Um, <laughs> And so I, I do think that um, if they lose, he needs to um, put up or shut up, you know? Yeah, you know what? I can't argue with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Steely will get fired either, either after week, week three, but his seat is on fire, and there's no question about that. Um, but I don't know. Would they make, they want, I don't think they'd make Kellen Moore first-year offensive coordinator. I don't think they'd make him, him an interim head coach, so it would be interesting what they do over there. Anywho. Maybe that's why they brought him in because he was in the running for head coaching positions. Yeah, I mean it's always possible, but that team is currently on fire. Um, Josh, another thing we got a couple of nuggets from Al here, so we'll go on to the second one. This is kind of a this is kind of a review, um, but it could be a preview as well. We kind of got some <clears throat> kind of got a little flack for our uh, our comparison or compare and contrast between Damian Pierce and Alexander Madison and uh, Walt or not Walters, but I see Walters typing. That's why I'm thinking about him. Um, I see Al is kind of clapping. Back at you he's saying you're showing obvious bias by saying damian pierce is a buy and alexander madison is fool's gold josh do you want a chance to address this uh on the pod you just want to be like suck it al i mean i i'm trying to remember i i was trying to remember what i'd said about alexander madison at the time and fool's gold i mean is it fool's gold to try and get somebody who hasn't done anything all year other than i mean week one he had two touchdowns but he didn't have any yards and then last week he fumbled sixteen thousand times um and so it's not i don't know damian pierce running behind a you know makeshift line um that was supposed to be you know that's and then yeah i'll use the point that he fell off last year well yeah it's easy to fall off when you're hurt the last four games of the season you don't play um so if he was just <laughs> looking at that that's probably the case but um i'm going to stick with what i said and say that i'd much rather have damian pierce in the long run over alexander madison um um i believe that that 
argument was cemented um, when Cam Akers became a Minnesota Vikings like an hour after um, that was sent into the chat. Um, but they're, I'm not saying they're world beaters. They're not going to win. They might not win your championships, but um, as far as just production wise, I'd be much more confident or comfortable um, with Damian Pierce in my lineup as opposed to Alexander Madison. Gotcha. I'm not sure I want either one in my lineup, but I know what you mean. All right. Well, well I'm stuck with one of them. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, Josh, we'll move on to our last little nugget here from uh, Al. He said, Question for the pod. You throw Danny Dimes on San Fran. Is he good then? Uh, what do you think about that, Josh? I know I have my opinions, but I'll let you go first. No. That's it. In the I elaboration. That's what Micah had said. Um, that was Micah's. Uh, that was Micah's input, and I, I have to second the uh, um, Australian wonder. Um, I think that he, Danny Dimes, is. I, I see him as more like a Lamar Jackson type quarterback, I guess, where it's you know th- throwing the ball. 50 times a game, even on short routes, not necessarily ideal. I don't know. That's not necessarily San Fran's um, MO, but um, I don't know. Um, I think that right now San Fran has struck gold with Brock Purdy as like the kind of like the template quarterback for that team. Um, Smart, accurate, and that sort of, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And so I don't know. It's really hard to gauge what Danny Dimes would be good in because he's been so like everywhere. Like that's, you know, is he good? Is he bad? Right now, he's bad, and so his his like talent level looks like an EKG right now with all the peaks and valleys. I mean, I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rebut this, Josh. I think this is a silly take. Obviously, Danny Dimes. It's not like he's had years and years of consistently good play. But last year, he turned it up. He was QB nine, and from a fantasy perspective, okay. So you know, he he did great last year. He is doing good things, okay. And then this year, they've played the. Dallas Cowboys, who are potentially the best defense in the league. They've played the San Francisco 49ers, who are potentially the best defense in the league. He's had Saquon Barkley missing for that second game. Um, you know, I don't know what people want Danny Dimes to do. Danny Dimes, is he is he a great quarterback? Obviously not. Is he splashy? Sure. He showed that literally just last week when he's playing Arizona. I know one of the worst teams in the league, but he had, you know, a Q, he has literally the QB1, I believe. So it's like I, this take that he would not be good if he were on San Fran, that's ridiculous. Daniel Jones has talent. Daniel Jones has ability. Is he going to be consistent every game? No, I'm not saying that. And I'm now lower on the Giants. I know, you know, people are going to tell me I'm biased because I've been high on the Giants. I was high on them last year. I'm high on them this year. Do I think they're going to win 11 games like I predicted the preseason? No. Do I think the Giants will end up winning at least eight games this year? Yes. I think the Giants will end the season with eight wins still. Um, and I think Daniel Jones is going to end as a at least top 15 QB still. I mean, just because he's played two of the hardest defenses, his, his O-line's banged up, Saquon Barkley's banged up. If that continues to be the case, sure, then Daniel Jones isn't going to do anything. But assuming people come back and are healthy and this team rolls the way they're supposed to, not playing the best defenses in the league i think daniel jones is going to be just fine on the giants and i think daniel jones would be just fine if he were on the niners so i think i know people love to ride sensations people love to ride waves you know negativity seems to move people more than positivity um but I think this is just a bad take, and I think people are getting overwhelmed with two bad... Of course, Daniel Jones has had two very bad weeks against Dallas and against San Fran. Daniel Jones has looked very bad. But I would ask you, who looked good around him? It's not like Daniel Jones was feeling those games. Still completed, completed 15 and 22 passes, respectively. I believe that Dallas game was in the rain. So, I mean, it's just like... 
you guys got to fucking, you know, give the guy a chance here. Um, but so, yeah, that's my take. Daniel Jones would be good were he on the 49ers, and Daniel Jones will can will come back to being good on the Giants. Uh, we've got a fun fact here in the chat from Walters. He said he was at the AP record setting 296 yards in a game versus the San Diego Chargers at the time. He put his ticket stub in the chat and everything. So that's a little nugget. That was on November 7th, 2007. That's pretty neat, Josh. Yeah, I feel like that was very relevant to our conversation. Thank you, Walters. <laughs> it was very random. But, uh, you know, Walters wants the people to know, dude. Um, you know, Walters is like, you know what? I see this plot. Let's see this pod absolutely floundering for content. Let's uh, let's just throw this out there. And, Walters, we appreciate you. I told I literally just I literally just fluffed him up, and I told him that uh, he's great at creating content. So, there you go. See, Josh? See, see that? He made it relevant. It's Chargers Week again. And uh, Walters is bringing up a former Chargers Vikings game. Um, Josh, we have about a you know we're about a minute to go. We can just leave right now, or if you'd like, I'll give you a chance to um, talk about what you think the Packers are going to do this week. I don't even know who their opponent is, but um, if you want to give a little like thirty seconds on how the Pack are going to do against New Orleans Saints, they're going to get stomped. Packers stink. Oh no! Why? I don't know. No, I just, I don't know. I just feel like the Saints defense is, is going to test Jordan Love. Uh, so we'll actually see if he's the in the same conversation as, um, was it Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes as the first quarter or the only quarterbacks to throw three touchdowns, zero interceptions in their first two starts um, as a regular team starter. And that's, you know, um, that's pretty cool, but we'll see. All right, last well, this will be our this will be our finale out of the show here, Josh. We've got Walters asking which Packers wide receiver do you start? It seems like Christian Watson is certainly trending towards playing. Last week, I think Romeo Doves was draped all day by the Atlanta Falcons. Romeo Doves didn't have much of a chance to do anything, so we saw Don Travian or Don Tavian Wicks. He had a good week. Jalen Reed had a good week. Josh, who do you if you are, if you are a fantasy owner out here of some Packers wide receivers, who do you start with? Potentially Watson coming back, but a potentially good saints defense first off it's Jaden reed you uncultured swine um relax i guess in the long run i'd go with Jaden reed as a starter um for this season um it seems like he's got an opportunity they like to use him in uh, fun ways um i'm still kind of um question with watson's hamstring you know second year in a row with hamstring issue yes he's electric yes he can score touchdowns and he is supposed to be their big play guy um but it, it's one of those things like, I don't know if I trust him the first week back. Um, and so I would go with Jaden Reed at this point. All right. You heard it here first, folks. And you heard it here last, folks. No other podcast in the in the competing Minnesota basement uh, podcast trilogy era. Um, no other podcast is going to be this current and this close to game day. So we appreciate everyone for listening. And we appreciate everyone from getting the hot goss from us. Josh, we are out of here. We will see the fine folks on Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. And, uh, yeah, we love you. And we will see you then. Good luck on your week three matchups. And goodbye. Go Packers.
Bye, Walters, and bye, potty people. All right, Josh, go ahead and give me just a little zest, please. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'm a little bit more zest. I think that's as zesty as I can get. Okay.